Welcome everyone to the Ohaber Torah, Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Ayin Gimel. We'll begin on Ayin Bet Amud Bet at the words Amar Rachva Amar Bihuda. Um, these words are um, the first one line is Pisat Hayad. Says Gimara Amar Rachva Amar Bihuda. Shalosh Anot Asab Betalel. Betalel, when he made the Anon, had three different Anonot. Emtsa'i, the middle one, shall et tase, was made out of wood. It was tish'ah, it was nine tefachim tol. Pnimi shall zahav shmona, the inner one was eight tefachim tol. Of course, in order to, to fit one and the other, it's got to be smaller. Chitzon asara umashu, the outside one, according to this way, is that, it, that the outside one was ten plus umashu. We have a bright that claims that it was a little more, it was 11 and a bit. Lo kasha. Ha command ame yesh ve'ov yo tefach. Ha namame en ve'ov yo tefach. This is machloket. If the thickness of the floor, floor of the aron was a tefach or not. If it is, it's 11. If it's not, it's 10. Umay mashu. So why they add a mashu? Why, why, according to both opinions, there's a mashu. Why is there a mashu to either to ten or eleven? So now the mashu is the zev at the crown that goes around the aron, which of course added something to the height of the aron. Amar Biyochan talks about the zev now. Shlosha zerim hem. There were three crowns on different utensils in the in the mishkan. Shel mizbeach of the mizbeach hazahav. Shel aron b'shel shulchan. Shel mizbeach. The one of his beach, Aaron got it, which means doesn't mean he got the crown. It means he got what the what the mizbeach symbolizes. So the crown of Kiuna belongs to Aaron and his children. So that that's symbolized by the mizbeach. Shulchan zacha Davino datlo. The one of the shulchan David was okay, and he got that one. That shulchan is donated to the kingship. Shal Aaron, the one of the Aaron which symbolizes the Torah, Adain Munach, who is still available. Anyone wants to take it, could come and take it. Shema Tomar Pachutu. Maybe you might think it's okay, you could get it, the, the one of the Aaron, but it's not as good as the, the Shulchan of David or Aaron. No. Through me, the kings will reign. So, in other words, like this you might think that, yeah, well, the crown of Torah sounds nice, but it's, it's inferior to the one, the other ones, because the other ones you rule over the world. You should just understand that that that, that their rulership comes through Torah also, so you're also getting that. Now besides that, we want to point out that the rabbi is mentioning over here, Rabbi Yochanan, that you, you know, when we say it's, it's, available it's available, it's still available now. You, you you think that it's, it's already taken? There were so many big rabbis. Every person has his own chelik and You could come take it, and then you'll also be a king equal to those things. Rabbi Yochanan Rami. Rabbi Yochanan has a contradiction. Ktiv zar pasuk writes zar bekarinan zer with a yud. We read it zer. Why do we do that? Why did why did Hashem write it with without a yud? Zacha nasal zer. If your zocher tulah is a zer, a crown for you, lo zacha. If you don't do the Torah right, it becomes strange to you, and then if you mess around with the Torah, you'll forget what you learned. 
כתיב ועשית לארון עץ, הפסוק says you make ארון of wood. כי ועשו ארון עשה שתים, ולאוסר says you make a wood of... ארון עשה שתים, ועשו, which means the people are making it. מכאן למיד שלך שבני עירו מצויים לעשות לו מלאכתו. We learn from here that if you have to meet Haham, the people of the city should do his work for him in order to, to, to help him So you should be able to learn Torah, correct. Okay. So in other words, yeah, yeah it's his job, but, but, but if the people could help him learn, and we see he's really serious about it, we should help him learn. It says, from inside and out, you cover it with gold. A person who is not the same on the inside and the outside we cannot call him a real Tamil Chacham. And that's symbolized by the fact that the inside and the outside were both gold. Okay? Amar Abaye v'itemer Abar Ula Nekra nit'av He's called hated. Shne'emar Av ki nit'av v'nelach Ish shoteh kamayim avla Okay. Amar Abishmur v'anachmani Amar Abishmur Amar Abishmur Amar Abishmur Amar Abishmur Amar Abishmur Why is there money by, by a fool to buy wisdom even though he doesn't have a good heart. Oil all the same to the woe it is to the enemies of the Tamir Hamim. Whenever it says Lashonahim Tamirim, of course we know that it, that's Lashon Sakinahor. It means the Tamir Hamim, woe to them. Shoskim Maturah and by Mirat Shemaim. If you're doing Torah and you have no Yirat Shemaim, that is woe, woe it is to you. This is connected because we were talking about Entochob Kebaro before. So that's why once we're talking about the Aaron. We, we came on from the Aron, we spoke about being Tuchoba Kibaron. Now we're going to talk about Tamil Kibaron that are not sincere. Machriz Ryanai, Chaval al Dilet le Data, Vitara le Data Avid. Woe is the person who has no courtyard and he's working to make a gate for a courtyard, which means the Torah, having learning Torah, is a gate. To keep in the zuchiyot that you have when you have yirat shemayim, but if you don't have yirat shemayim, you have no zuchiyot. So it's like you're building a fence, but you have no, you have no, y- y- your fence is ready, but you have nowhere to put it. Amalu lo Do not get gehinam twice, which means you're going to work your head off to study yeshiva and not. You know, and and you you know you you don't have you not you not have you don't have a car you don't have all the pressure comes in the world so you're getting as it were you're sacrificing in this world and you're going to sacrifice the next world too because you're not going to get anything because you know you're not your mind. Amar Bishu ben Levi, my dichtiv v'zot haTorah shesam Moshe zacha if you zochei nasal sam chayim the Torah becomes like a a drug that helps you lo zacha nasal sam it becomes like a poison. The Torah itself ends up being like a poison to you. Okay. This is Mitoch Shalosma Balishma. There's a Tosfot about that, if you remember. In Tanis. What about that? Okay, good. It says, Behind the Marava, Du Uman la Samadechaya, the law man la Samadechaya. If you know how to use it, it's a Samadechaya, it's a medicine, otherwise, a poison. Amar Bishmo Banachmani. Rabbi Yochanan Rabbi Ktiv. Pekidu Hashem Yosim Yisamchayim. It says one pasuk says Pekidu Hashem Yisarim. The 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 laws of Hashem are are 
upright and they gladden the heart. The words of Hashem are a smelter's yard. A smelter is a it's like a crucible. It's, it's some, somewhere where you melt metals, right? Zacha, if you zoche, then it makes you happy. Lo zacha, so if you're not, if, if you're not zoche, which means you're not a person living at Shemaim, it ends up the Torah itself ends up being a burden for you. Okay. Rashi says that means that if a guy doesn't have yirat Shemaim, the reason not that Torah is a burden. Of course, Torah is always good for anybody, but we're telling you that you're going to. Hashem is going to give you punishment. So therefore you end up with punishment in this world the next world. We can learn from the Pasuk itself. It says, Is it smelty for life or it's smelty for death? Okay. It looks like he's... Good. If you, when a person marries, get marries first, and then he learns Torah after he's married, that that Torah is a little pure, and that helps you to last forever. Guy who learns in Kolel, that Torah is a little pure because he's doing it. He doesn't have any impure thoughts when he's doing it. Edut Hashem Neemana, Amar Bchiyabar Abba, Bchiyabar Abba says, you could trust the Torah that it's going to testify to you in Shemaim. You learn, you learn the sugya well. Don't worry, your Torah is going to be there. You could trust Edut Hashem Neemana. Hashem is. You could trust Hashem. He's going to make sure it gets done. Welcome, Mr. Hammer. Okay, Maaser Okim says it's the work of an embroiderer. Maaser Choshev. Okay, we're talking about the Mishkan again. We said sometimes it's the work of the embroiderer. And some of the work of a designer. There are some fabrics we call the work of the embroiderer, and some fabrics we call the work of a designer. Why does Torah refer to those two things? We're back. As soon as you walk in, we always talk about fabrics. Amar Bielazar, maybe we want you back in the fabric business. This means that they they mark off the part that's going to have the embroidery, which means on they had a cloth that was woven, and they needed to put, let's say, to weave a a design of, let's say, a line on it. So they would mark it off first with chalk or ink, and then they would they would make the design. When they say rokem, they're doing it with needle. That's, that's sewing with a needle. Therefore, it comes over one partuf. We're going to explain it this way, like the Rambam. The Rambam explains partuf means that it's only visible on one side. Okay? So that means that they're doing it with a mahat, and it's only visible on one side of the cloth. But choshev is ma'aseh oreg. When they do choshev, that means it's a weaver's work. Therefore, it's visible on both sides of the par- of the parochet or whatever they're working on. Okay, back to the Mishnah. Rashi had learned that, 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 that they're both visible on both sides, if I'm not mistaken. Just a question of which way, the way it looks. Does it look the same on both sides or different on both sides? Okay. Be'elu nishinim be'unim v'tumim. We said that the only way you're allowed, the Kohen Gadol is allowed to ask anything of the Rumi Tumim is if he's wearing the Shemona Begadim. If he's not wearing the Shemona Begadim, he's not allowed to ask questions. Ki'at Ravdimi. When Ravdimi came, he said the following, Amad, Begadim she'kohen gadol mashmash mahem, Meshuch Melchama mashmash mahem. The halacha is that when there's a Meshuch Melchama, which is a, a, a Kohen who's appointed 
to be the head by battle and to come ask the Jews if they built a new house and this way he'll give them exemptions from going to battle if they built a new house or made a new vineyard or got married or anyone who's scared to send them home. That guy, that coin is called the Mashiach He's called the Mashiach because he gets anointed with the Shem and Meshach and he get, he's, a, he, he's, he's got a certain assignment. That guy, with going to Rabdimi, Rabdimi is claiming that he has to wear the eight garments of the Kohen Gadol. It says the big day of Kodesh Aaron had should be for his sons after him. What does it mean, his sons after him? Another person who comes with Gidullah. We're trying with the word Aharav, seemingly extra, was coming to teach you that there could be Acher, another guy, who also gets to be the Kohen Gadol, which is the Mashur Muhammad. Some say the whole bit Midrash used to say it. You might have thunk that the son of Mashuach Mechama becomes Mishmesh, becomes instead of him, meaning, let's say, the general, the Kohen Gadol, when the Kohen Gadol dies, his son is first in line to take him over. If he's not worthy, we take another guy, but the son is first in line. Right? When it comes to Mashuach Mechama, you might have thunk that's the same thing, that if he dies, and there's another battle, his son should be the next guy in charge. It says seven days, his son will wear them behind him. The one who comes to Oil Moed. Only the one, a Kohen, who goes into the Oil Moed is the guy who passed on to his son. But if you're right, then he is fit. So the asking question. If what you're saying is true, that the Kohen Gadol, who's the, 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 the Mashiach, I welcome Yosef. I'm glad that you, you see your thing work. Okay? This that we said that, we, we, okay, Ivan, I'll, I'll clue you in. This that we said that the Mashiach Mechwah has to wear the eight garments is now being challenged. Because the Mashiach Mechwah is wearing the eight garments, why would we have a Dirasha that says that the kid of a Moshuch Mechama doesn't take on after him because he can't go to Omoed. If he's wearing the eight garments, he can go to Omoed. Those are the things he can go to Omoed. So the whole thing that we said, this whole bright that's that saying that it doesn't pass on hereditary, is not so. It, can't, it should be able to pass on hereditary. Amar explains, no, this is what we meant to say. A person who is mainly appointed for the Ormoed, he's the guy who can who gives it to his son. He's mainly done for Milchama, therefore he's out. Okay, good. So, Ravdimi's back. He's okay, Ravdimi. Ravdimi had claimed that he wears the eight garments, and now he fought off the challenge. Good. Metivi, we have a contradiction from another writer. It says, it says straight up, he doesn't wear the four of the Kohen Yot, and he doesn't wear the eight of the Kohen Gadol. So it sounds like he's not wearing the eight. Well, you're making him like a, like a, like a Israel? El Kohen Gadol? Mishum Eva, Kohen Yot. Mishum Malim, because Lord Redeem. Rather, we don't let him use. In other words, like this. 
Abai is answering. Really, the Kohen Meshuk Melchama is like the Kohen Gadol. And Midoraita, he can wear the eight garments. This is a law de Rabbanan that we don't want hatred. And therefore, in order that we shouldn't have two people who are able to wear these garments, and then you'll have uh, competition or hatred, so the rabbis say that you don't have to. But really, he is a Kohen Gadol. And that's what he meant to say. Therefore, the, the, the statement of Rabdimi is really still good. You really can wear Kohen Gadol clothes. It's just that we stopped him in the Rabbanan because we don't want hatred. Good? Okay. Amale, Amale, Rab Adabar Abal Rabba, so Rab Adabar told Rabba, the high Tana de Letle Eva. But there's a Tana who doesn't hold the Eva, the Lord Kamashemesh, and yet he still holds that he doesn't wear the eight garments. Which Tana? What is he wearing? He's saying he's not wearing four, not wearing eight. Seven, maybe he's going. Maybe he is going in jeans. I don't know. Not jeans, whatever. Okay. Amalei of Adabarava Lava. You going for the hot water, Joey? Amalei of Adabarava Lava. The high time to let the Eva, the time that the Eva becomes Jewish, and you see, he still doesn't use it. The time he went to the Brayta, the Rim Shemen Kohen Gadol Kohen Idiot. The difference in Kohen Gadol Kohen Idiot, Par Kohen Mashiach Ubar Habar Komitzvot. One is the Par Kohen Mashiach. And a part of our, these are two these are two korbanot that only go for the Kohen Gadol. And the part of Yom Kippur, and the Asitefa that goes every day by the Kohen Gadol and nobody else. Okay, we're, we're back over here. Loporea, Veloforem. Second to last line before the white line. Okay? Right. Yeah, we're explaining the difference between Kohen Gadol and Kohen Number one, Parakon Mashiach, Parabakon Matzot, Parion Kibarim, Asinitaifa. These are all Korbanot that are only Kohen Gadol, a regular Kohen doesn't have. Another difference is, Loforea. If the Kohen Gadol loses a relative, he is not allowed to rip his clothes. No, no, not allowed to leave his hair, let his hair grow, he has to still take haircuts. Normally, he can't take haircuts for 30 days. Kohen Gadol has to take haircuts. Lo forem, he can't rip his clothes. Avo forem hum mata. But he is allowed to rip the bottom of his garment. So underneath, in the, in the hem or on the lining, he's allowed to rip. But a, but a regular Kohen, do it on top. He can't get Tameh to his relatives. Kohen Gadol doesn't get Tameh. Even if a relative dies, he can't go to the funeral. Where a regular Kohen could go to the funeral of a relative, a Kohen Gadol cannot. And a regular Kohen is also Mitzvah, is commanded to marry a girl who was never married before Mitzvah, whereas that's not necessary for a uh, for not for a regular Kohen. Umus Haralamana is also not allowed to marry a widow, which a regular Kohen is not allowed to marry. And if he dies, Roseach comes back from the ear from from the ear Miklat, right? You know about this. If a guy, if a murderer, a guy murders by accident, to go to the ear Miklat. Has stayed until the Kohen Gadol dies, then he can leave. That that Kohen Gadol 
lets him out. But a regular Kohen dying, of course, doesn't let him out. A Kohen is a regular Kohen is allowed to marry Amana. Kohen Gadol is not. Kohen Gadol is the only one who's only allowed to marry Betula. Girl who's never married to anyone before. A regular Kohen can't marry a divorcee. Yes, Amana is okay. Okay. Umakriv Onen. He's uh, a Kohen Gadol is allowed to do a korban when he's an Onen. Ve'en Ochel, but he can't eat during the time, even though he's allowed to do a korban Onen. Like Aaron, like what happened during Aaron, he's not allowed to eat. Ve'en Ocholek, he can't take a portion of a of a, of a korban. Ve'notel Chelik Parosh. Another rule is that whenever there's any korban in the Beit Hamikdash, the Kohen gets a portion. The Kohen Gadol could come in and take any portion he wants, assuming he's not a mourning, obviously. And he has the right to do any korban he wants. He can come in and say, okay, even though the guy's waiting waiting in line patiently for six months, Kohen Gadol comes in, I'm sorry, Kohen Gadol's here, he takes over. Okay? He also is the one who does the eight garments. Another thing is patur on Tumat Mekdash. And There's a special korban you have to bring. If you walked in Tameh, he doesn't have to do that. And, all of that in Kippur is only him. All these rules that a special Kohen Gadol are not only to a Kohen Gadol who got anointed with the Shem Meshcha from Moshe Rabbeinu, but even one who just got appointed by wearing the clothes also could do all those things. Except for the Parabah Mitzvot, which is a special part that comes when, when, when the Jews, when, they, when the Kohen Gadol messes up on a ruling for a Mitzvah. That's only for a Kohen Gadol with, with Shem Meshach. All of them work for a guy who retired. Except for the Parabah Mitzvot. And I think about which is the daily sacrifice of Mincha has to be done by the alone, not the guy who retired. Vikulan and Nohaikim Meshuch Melchama. And all these things are not Meshuch Melchama. Chut Mikhamishad Mimarim Parsha. Except for the five things that are in the Parsha, which do apply Meshuch Melchama. So now, this is, this is the part we came that we needed, okay? Here we're saying clearly that these things don't apply to Meshuch Melchama. And one of the things it mentioned was wearing the eight clothes. Okay, what are the five things that do apply? Lo foreya, he's not the the Meshuch Machmah is not allowed to uh, leave grow his hair. Lo foreya, he can't rip his garment if someone dies. Lo matzah, he can't get tamei to his relatives. Mitzvah betulah is only allowed to marry betulah. Umatzunah is not allowed to marry amana. Umatzunah and according to Yudah, he also when he dies, a guy, the guy, the the murderer can get out of the the Dacha. Are you with me, Ivan, or no? Oh, what's your question? Jack says, Jack says that he's not allowed to marry, but as long as he's married, Jack says it's fine. Okay, I I, I would answer, I don't know, but Jack seems to know. Okay. I, I, the reason why I didn't, and it, I, I thought of that also, but the reason why I didn't say this, I'm afraid there might be a Gemara someplace against it, so that's why I'd rather keep my mouth shut. Okay. Uh, I have a question. What, 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 what do you want to prove from, from 
Well, remember the rabbi said, the, the rabbi, Rabdimi had said that he, he wears the eight garments. Right. Here there's a brighta. He's not, he's, Rabdimi's not likely to argue on a brighta. This brighta is clearly saying that all these things are not by Mashiach Machamah except for these five. Implying that the thing of wearing the eight garments is not by Mashiach Machamah. It's against him. And we're not worried about and we also another thing is we see from this writer that we're not worried about Ava. Don't tell me Zabanan also, because if we worry about Ava, why would we allow the retired Kohen Gadol to wear the eight garments? If you tell me only one guy's allowed to wear the eight garments, why is the, the, the retired guy allowed to wear it? Yeah? So you want to know. When when we say a person has no enemy, a guy has no enemy towards a guy who is the retired guy in the same position. But when you have another guy in the same position as him, in, in a di- different position, wearing the same thing, that brings Ava. You can, you can hear it, right? Yeah, you, you, honest, you, you respect his predecessor. Right. In other words, imagine there's a rabbi of a shul, right? So the rabbi is a shul, he's in charge, okay, you, you can't do anything about it. Now, there was a previous rabbi form, an old rabbi sitting over here, he's retired, he's sitting and he also gets the same kavod. No problem, give him also maftir, and he also turns maftir because he's the other rabbi. Once you have a, uh, some other competing rabbi taking over, he's more, he's more jealous. Shouldn't be with the rabbi, but okay. Let's go. Yativ, Rabbi Abhu, Vikamal, Lahashmaita. Rabbi Abhu was sitting and he learned this Shmaita that the Kohen Gadol is allowed to wear the eight garments, Mashoch Lechama. Mishmed, Rabbi Yochan, he said the name of Rabbi Yochan. Adrin, Rabbi Ami, Rabbi Asi, Lahapayu. And they turned away their face. Meaning, they didn't believe that Rabbi Yochanan would say such a thing. Ikad Amri, some say, Rabbi Chibar Abba Amra. Rabbi Chibar Amra said it in the name of Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Rabbi Asi turned away. So it's a Who had said it when Rabbi Asi turned away? Was it Rabbi Abhu or Rabbi Chibar Abba? You got the Machloket? Who said the statement that it's Rabbi Yochanan that got turned away? It's understandable we said like the first person is Rabbi Yochanan. That's because they didn't want to attack him because uh, he's involved with the Kesar. Meaning, if it's Rabbi Yochanan, there's no reason why they can't say anything. Because Rabbi Abhu Rabbi Abhu is in with the government, right? Well, so, so they didn't want to argue with him about it, maybe. But, but they would have said something. I mean, they turned away. They're not arguing because of the But, 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 uh, he's not in with the government. Why wouldn't they tell him? Rabbi Yochanan didn't say it, right? So Igmar doesn't like uh, this second opinion. They want to say that the story was Rabbi Abhu. Okay. Kiyatad Abin, when Abin came from Israel, Nishal Itmar, Right? Which means, let's see, Nishal Itmar says Rashi. Kiat Rabin Amar, Lab Mishamesh Bahen Itmar, Ela Nishal Bahem Itmar. 
בבגדים, בגדים שכהן גדול משמש בהם. משוח מלחמה נשאר, כיוצא אין המלחמה, ונשאר בורים וטומים שהמלך נשאר בו. He wants to say that it's telling you that when they ask the משוח מלחמה questions of the בורים וטומים, that's when he wears the כהן גדול's garment. He's agreeing that he wears the eight garments of כהן גדול, but only when he's, so people are asking him a question when we're between. Tanya Nami Hachi, we have a bright text also, it says, Begadim Kohen Gadol Meshamesh Bahem, Meshuch Meshuch Bahem Wanesh Al Bahem. The Kohen Gadol could Meshamesh in him, Meshuch Mechama could be asked in them. So he's allowed to wear it, yes, but only to be asked. Tanya Rabbanan, we learned in a bright time. Ketzat Shualim, how do we ask questions of the Lima Tumim? Ivan was always wondering how this worked. Hashoel panav klape nishal. The asker has to be facing the guy, the Kohen Gadol. So you, you got to be facing the person you're asking the question to. Vanishal, and the person who's being asked, panav klape shechina, he has to turn his face towards the Choshen. That's the shechina. So I'm looking at the Choshen, you're looking at me. Hashoel man. Should I attack? Should I run after this troop? Okay. And the the answerer will say, this is what Hashem says, go and succeed. Whether if you're answering to me, do you have to say that, you, you, that Hashem said, said it? Or you could just answer the question. Obviously, Hashem said it. You, you look in the room between. Well, obviously, he's getting it from the room between. Right? And Shoel Bekol. Number one, you do not ask questions in a loud voice. Shnei Marcus Basuk says, V'sha'al lo. says, you ask him. So it sounds like it has to be only he hears it and nobody else. Sha'al lo. You ask him. V'lo mehadher bilibo. You can't ask the question without asking, without, without verbally asking the question. You might even ask in your brain. What's the difference? It's going to come up anyway. What, what do I have to even say what my question is? No, you still have to say. It says you ask it in front of Hashem. So the words in front of Hashem. So it sounds like, Alpiv sounds like you have to actually say it. You do it like Chana said Tefillah. Like we said, it learned by Chana, then when she asked Eli the question, when she was talking to Hashem, she was moving her lips, but you couldn't really hear it much, unless you go close to her. Another thing is, you can't ask two questions at once. One question at a time. And if you get, if you do ask, we only respond one. You only get answered one. They'll ask you, answer you only in the first. This is a pasuk in Shemuel. They asked him, They asked two questions. First of all, will the people of Kiliah give me in his hands? And will Shaul come and attack me? There's two questions that David is asking to me. David is running away from Shaul. And he's asking to him, should he go to Ke'ilah, where is the place where he was hiding, or should he stay there? Okay? Should he stay in Ke'ilah or, or leave? 
So he asked him these, both these questions. Now, he only got answered that Shaul's going to attack him. The second one. So the Gemara is asking, I thought we said that they only answered the first one. The Gemara said, no. David, child, David really asked Shalok, he said, in the wrong way. They answered him, they answered him the right way. Once he realized he asked the wrong way, Chazav Shalok said he asked it the right way. Then he says, "Oh, yes, they will." So, so in the next pasuk, he asked again. Basically, he asked twice. He asked the first time the wrong way, then the right way, and then he got the answer to both questions. Let's say it's, it's very you're in a rush and you need both answers. Then then you will get an answer to both questions. How do we know? David asks when it was a, he was in a rush, he was on the battlefield, and he wanted to know, should he run after a certain certain fleeing army, or maybe it's a trap. Now, you have to know right away, because if you lose, lose track of them, you can't chase them. So, when he asked that question, he says, yes, chase, because you're going you're to succeed. So, he answered both answers. Even though sometimes Hashem could backtrack on what a Navi says, right? It never happens. Now the rule is, a Navi could tell you something bad that's going to happen. If you do Teshuvah, it could go away. But if the Urim Mitzvah tells you something bad is going to happen, it never goes away. Different than Navi. By the judgment of the Urim. And therefore we see it's like a Mishpat. This is a good thing. What? It's a good thing, you know? Yeah, this one's a good thing. It's a separate, it's a separate rule. Okay. Why is it called Urim Tumim? Urim is because it lights up their words. Tumim is because it always finishes. Tumim is finished. If so, why didn't they finish their words in the Givat Binyamin? So there's a famous story by Givat Binyamin, by the, it's called Pelegish Givat. Pelegish Begivah is a time when the people of Binyamin <coughs> asked the Urim Betumim whether they should go to war, right? And three times, each time the people of Binyamin beat them. Binyamin was fighting 11 Shabbatim, and Binyamin won both times, right? Only the third time, they actually won. So the question is, how could they lose if they ask them to be between them? Because they didn't ask if they're going to win or lose. And the last time when they tried to figure out if they're going to lose, then they asked Or should I stop? Go tomorrow. So therefore, it's, it looked like in that time that the Rebbe gave the wrong advice. But in fact, the Rebbe gave the right. Just, just yeah, yeah. they didn't really ask if they're going to win. They just asked if they should go. They went and they lost. Now, says about Ketanatit. How do we do it? Rabbi Yochanan Omer, Boltot. No, Boltot means they start sticking out, which means the letters start sticking out to answer the question. Okay. He says the letters switch to join each other. 
Where it says, Vahalo Katib Behu Tzadi. How could we do this if there's no tzadi on the things? What if they have to answer? Uh, uh, what if the Unimitim has to answer an answer with a tzadi and there's no tzadi? Mm-hmm. All the shivatim, there's no tzadi in the whole shivatim. Amar Shmuel by Yitzchak, Avraham Yitzchak Yaakov Ktiv Sham, Avraham Yitzchak and Yaakov are written there, and Yitzchak has a tzadi. Vahalo Katib Tet, but there's no Tet. Amar Achabar Yaakov, Shiftei Yishnum Ktivet. It says it's called. The Jews are called Shiftei Yishunun, and the word Shiftei has a tet. Metivi, they ask the question, We're asking a question now, if it's true, like Rabbi Yochanan Mishlakish say, that the letters stick out, why do you need a Kohen Gadol? Who has to do a Hakodesh to be able to do it? I don't need to do a Hakodesh, I can just read. That means that it would help. Yes. Meaning, if, if you don't have Ruach Hakodesh, it's not. The Ruach Hakodesh helps it that it goes together. Otherwise, it doesn't work. Okay. Now, a little more. The Antroni Elamelech, you only ask a king. Minani mili. In other words, we're only allowed to ask for him if we're asking for a king. Minani, where do we know this from? I'm going to be Abu. The Amakabasuk says, "V'lefne elazar kohen yamod." You stand around elazar v'shalulo, and you ask for him. V'shvat aurim. Who? Zemelech. When it says the word who, that's a king. Where does it say the word who? Pasuk says, "Hold on, let's get the pasuk on the side." So who is the king? The word who in that pasukah. When it says all the people bring himself with him, that's a mashok machama who you can ask for. That's for the sanadrin. So if the sanadrin or mashok machama or a king ask, then we can answer for you. Hadran alach balo, but that's we'll come back to balo tomorrow. We'll start headache. Yom HaKippurim. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.